listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I Gambino is a mastermind. Fuck a bitch to pass the time. Mass appeal, orange rind. Smoke your green, I'm spending mine. This beat is witch's brew. But beware, this shit is potent. E.E. coming on her face. Now that's poetry in motion. Yeah, Gambino, make it work. I'm the boss. Move something. Yeah, this cool fucking suits me. Swag two buttons. Yeah, these girls be acting crazy when they dancing black swan. I ain't fucking at the club. Put your clothes back on. Yeah, this beat is a disaster. 9-11, this track. Rappers wanna battle me. I have to melt their heads back. And my click like that, the never so it's time to meet the fuckers i am running this bitch you are just a dog walker hey welcome to the blackout test podcast that was rod and Karen. that's right and we're in the house on uh wednesday uh walking dead wednesday you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we are in the house man we still managed to get four shows out of a week when karen Woo! had oil surgery like you know they told us we couldn't be here y'all <laughs> you know they also told tiana trump that and you know what she's still out here on these streets mm-hmm. um by the way i did donate to her kickstarter today she had to go fund me and uh i'm mad because GoFundMe shut up go fund me down it was right after i gave money why i don't know they didn't say why but i'm i definitely gave my money mm. um you know that's the only trump i support make america bait again that's what i say uh all right make sure you guys uh you know hopefully you got in all your feedback at the blackout tips at gmail.com because we're going to read your feedback on today's show um but first we're going to recap the episode and all that good stuff uh you know how to get in contact with us leave us five star reviews on itunes or stitcher uh search for uh the blackout tips and we'll come right up the official weapon of the show is data and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and today our show is not sponsored guys we actually don't have any sponsors today because we went through them all this week uh, i already shouted everybody out did all our obligations but that does not mean that we don't want to shout somebody out with the sponsorship part right here uh, i actually wanted to shout out marissa and leslie uh and the safetypinbox.com all right the safety pen box is a monthly subscription box for white people striving to be allies in the fight for black liberation box memberships are a way to not only financially support black film freedom fighters but also complete measurable tasks in the fat in the fight against white supremacy uh they have different uh pay um options like i think the highest is a hundred but then you have like fifty dollar box twenty five dollar box and they even have a free task you know people have been uh basically trying to come at them in different ways which is exactly how you know you're doing the right thing when uh because when you fight against white supremacy you're going to end up with some people that are calling you out to protect the status quo but uh i just want to encourage them to continue to doing what not that they need my encouragement but to continue doing what they're doing because uh it is really important uh i saw leslie was talking about um there was a, a a young black girl who was asking about getting the box and she was only in like eighth grade or something so imagine one what her experience has been like two imagine what it's like without the box you know what i mean without something some kind of hope something out there to help educate people and uh you know they have all kinds of stuff where you can do like group tasks with uh, another person like going half on something so yeah they have a facebook group uh once you subscribe they have a facebook group and people have joined in and leslie has been talking about how people have been coming in and they're excited they're ready to actually put uh go to work because the thing is a lot of people talk 
but a lot of people aren't really willing to put the work in not only are they not willing to put the work in they're not willing to be told that sometimes you're wrong right so um you know if you're out there you're thinking of ways to help because you hear people say all the time well what are some concrete ways to help what are some you know i want to help in this fight i want to you know get some skin in the game but i just don't know what to do um and then you get people that are like hey we will direct you on some shit to do um and before you even get into the cost and shit there's two things about it i think are important which is one they have all kinds of cost options uh Mm -hmm. and then two um pay people for their labor they took they took the time to put all this together um i don't give a fuck if they become millionaires they should because i think they should too um that's a because uh you you shouldn't it shouldn't be thankless to put on for blackness and mm-hmm. it's sad that many people treat it that way to make it almost like a penalty to to speak up for on the behalf of uh fighting against white supremacy right. but uh yeah safetypinbox.com go sign up man you know if, if nothing else do the free task find out get a sample task and go okay this is what it is i can do this you know um so there's all kinds of ways to help safetypinbox.com uh so there you guys go now that probably counts as uh white people learn about fucking with black people too so i'm gonna and this is a finale and a long ass episode so i know we're gonna get a whole lot of motherfucking emails and shit um so uh, i say we just get right into walking dead okay i don't have anything else i feel like talking about um so yeah uh this was episode eight of season uh seven the 91st episode overall it was called heart still beating and uh i guess the way to sum it up would be uh rick and it comes back to alexandria just in time to see negan is at his house chilling um (laughs) things come to a head with rosita um there's also uh things going on in every set location we've been introduced to except i think oceanside uh so we're getting like some kingdom action we're getting some uh the savior compound action we're getting uh alexandria of course uh hilltop Hilltop, like something's happening everywhere which i think is probably gonna i think that bodes well for the second half of the season i think we're gonna get a little less standalone shit and a little bit more skipping around and ensembling yeah yeah got ensembling uh i wonder if that's a word but yes i know know what you meant (laughs) yeah i just didn't i I really didn't know if that's a word i've never seen nobody use it that way it probably is it makes sense um right that's why i use it. i was like well it makes sense here. yeah but uh yeah some ensembling in the second half so i want to see if that's going to happen uh because i feel like we should get more uh more games of game of thronesy coming yeah. down the stretch because mm-hmm. i think we've kind of established all the locations unless they got anything else they want to do um and there doesn't seem to be a reason for the crew to be separated too much and mm-hmm. i don't think anyone's really missing except maybe heath or something which right. I, I doubt they to give him a whole episode i don't know well i don't know well, you, you never know with the show yeah, right you never know now i always find some interesting shit to do mm-hmm. but like did you know heath became a vegan um but yeah so ah, doing the zombie apocalypse yeah apocalypse so uh karen what's your uh overall think thoughts about the season uh the half season finale i loved it uh it, it was fun um and for me I'm going to tell you the truth. I actually enjoyed the long episodes because they actually can tell me more of a story. 
um than they can in an hour i don't mind the hours but with so much going on and you have so many different locations you're trying to squeeze so much stuff in before the uh, mid-season finale i i really enjoy it and to me the time actually goes by really fast like i'm like well damn that's an hour and a half already because i like i said but for me i just enjoy the show yeah same thing for me like i was uh looking down on my watch like yo man time going too fast Mm -hmm. but at the same time i still really enjoy the show i think there's a contingent of people that don't really enjoy the show no they don't but they keep watching and they Mm kind of it's like every episode is too long right so a 90 minute episode it's like why don't you why are y'all just not cutting to the chase like cut out everything that isn't 100 percent just pertinent to the plot you know which i understand only so much time left in this crazy world but i don't it don't bother me man bother me some of these scenes that they take their time and shit i, I appreciate it because it feels like it sets up things in the in the future yes sir um but at, at any rate man i really uh enjoyed this episode i wasn't sure how i was gonna feel about it um but uh i think um every time you can have an episode where jeffrey dean morgan gets to be on the screen for a while mm-hmm. it's good i don't know what the deal is with the other groups of saviors that we've been introduced to and i'm starting to feel like maybe they're introducing them almost like underbosses for the second half of the season right to be conquered and killed and part you know because you can see the scope of the big problem that they have Mm because at this point the saviors are much bigger of a problem than they were in the comic like come on i can't even imagine all the machinations it's gonna take to to beat them and all the time and the things they have to get right Mm -hmm. but um just in general i i really enjoyed this episode because uh jeffrey dean morgan was in a lot of it mm-hmm. uh all right so what we're gonna do is uh, i decided to break it down oh wait i didn't even play theme did i all right someone in the chat said he could do a whole episode about keith he's cutting his hair mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be I would funny like a whole episode about negan's black wife mm-hmm. i will watch that for real Come on. um <laughs> white people be furious Ooh, i would love that talk this about- show used to be good what is this shit mm-hmm. And, and start off with her before the apocalypse and what she was doing before oh i will i'll be there for all of it well if they just cut back to he he got a fro now that would be yeah. dope <laughs> anyway um uh so yeah uh what i decided to do is to break it down by locations because okay once again with all the skipping around we'd be telling this shit forever so let's mm-hmm. just go into what happened at each location and we'll end with uh alexandria obviously um so uh first things first uh let's do leslie williams stanton stash who is that remember that sign for hey i if you're reading this uh you're not dead and I, I must be dead already mm-hmm. well that guy's name on the sign is leslie william stanton so his stash mm-hmm. is what rick and aaron were after and uh last time we left they had a boat full of bullet holes mm-hmm. and they decided well, let's just paddle it on out there and we only got today if we make it to a canoe uh which is about halfway we can then use that canoe to swim all the way to the boat uh as soon as they had came up with the plan i was like that canoe probably got a zombie in it because why wouldn't it you know 
like the convenient zombies of this show i mean i you'll never you never go wrong betting on the convenient zombies of this show. And this week, uh, particularly, the zombies were super convenient, y'all. Um, <laughs> oh my God. So. I don't mind them being convenient. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, uh, like I said, at the Glen, the Glen, uh, trash right. dumpster gate. I disrespect anything. I don't, I don't mind because they've just proven that zombies will be narrative devices and that's what it is. All like, right. So I'm okay with it. It doesn't bother me. But yeah, I'm going to still notice and I'm going to still make these jokes because that's what we do. Right. Anyway, so they go swimming out there to the canoe and walkers are like climbing into the boat almost. Now, I don't think walkers can swim. Mm-mm. I've heard people say stuff like, oh, they retain their swim. No, they don't. If you pay attention, the same thing happened with... um the governor. Yes. The same thing happened when the governor had a lake full of zombies and shit uh it appears that one they um they do sink they can't swim they don't have the motor function to do it but whatever this pond was is not that deep no it's not it's like you could actually stand in it if you had to right. now i don't know why anybody would stand in any water you can't see through in the zombie apocalypse because if a zombie's down there it can still bite your ass they don't drown Mm-mm. uh so anyway they look like whatever was up with this water it wasn't that deep but this and it was enabling the zombies while they couldn't swim they were able to grab onto the boat and kind of pull it down which boat full of bullet holes y'all um and so uh it seemed like these walkers had been doing a lot of pull-ups because they was trying to climb into the boat which is yeah, i've been uh, doing my zombie crunches for this i've been waiting on y'all yeah i think fear of the walking dead had better water zombie physics than this yes it did but uh, i'm assuming it's because they could they weren't totally uh swimming so they could just kind of pull themselves in mm-hmm. uh so uh <laughs> convenient zombie uh <laughs> was was chilling in the canoe while they was making all this motherfucking noise and uh aaron goes to get in the canoe the, the convenient zombie pops up like hey <laughs> i'm here nigga rick kills it and then Aaron, who's kind of like, like stepping back or, or whatever onto this, this boat that's filling with water. Yo, convenient zombie number two jumped, ah! jumped out of the water like a motherfucking dolphin and pulled Aaron in. Yes, they've been ready. They, all them zombies had hit the gym. They had got fit. They had got right. They was like, yeah, I'll come up in here if y'all want to. I've been bitch pressing 300 pounds. I got your ass. That zombie was such bullshit, y'all. It was, <laughs> it was like when Jason would jump out of the, the lake and grab campers and shit. It was just so strong and so, like, I mean, if you go, go back and rewatch it if y'all get a chance. It's just, that motherfucker was out of the water so far. It's just like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> it was hilarious. So it pulls Aaron in and, uh, Aaron survives. He doesn't get bitten. Mm-mm. They go, they get on the bigger boat, uh, and they basically case the ship and they find weapons, no bullets. They get a note that says, congrats, bitches, you still lose or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, they get back to the shore cause they decide they gotta paddle this boat back to the shore. They do that. They load up their truck um and at one point before they got in the boat rick had told aaron not to come yes on the boat and aaron got offended um to which i was like is this is he offended because he thinks it's something about masculinity or something because mm-hmm. aaron is a gay character is rick you know it's like are they really adding some subtext to this or whatever 
of rick thinking he's less masculine or something or him feeling more confrontational about it because he don't want to have his masculinity check but i don't think it was that no i don't either yeah okay i don't think it was that no. I, I really think it was just like are you insulting me like i'm a part of the group i i want to be here i want to help i want to be useful like don't bring me all the way out here just to tell me that i can't help you yeah that's what i think happened to mm-hmm. um so they have a talk aaron does he says i'm 100 on board with this with with us having to be the savior's bitches we essentially the plan is we go out and earn for them and that's the plan and that's what you want to do and that's what we're going to do i got your back and because rick's like a lot of people don't like this plan and aaron's like well i'm not one of them i saw what they did to glenn and abe i i got you let's do this right because i personally think the people that seen the experience firsthand their perspective is completely different than the people that's hearing the kind of afterwards but a lot of them i disagree why uh because the people that saw it are also rosita michonne carl um maggie sasha and they all want to fight yes i thought about that too i don't think that's it i think uh it's just the grown men that got cuckolded to like we don't want to fight just do what they say negan negan's method speaks to those grown men i think i think it i think that explains a lot of his camp for some like psychologically he breaks he knows what it takes to break a dude to break a man you know but the people that want to fight uh to me seem to be the people that aren't you know they aren't men like it's not um eugene doesn't want to fight uh rick doesn't want to fight aaron doesn't want to fight daryl doesn't want to fight like these are typically every season we've been not eugene but we've been looking at them like y'all some leaders y'all are alpha male badasses but whatever negan does with that head with that smashing pumpkin shit it just fucks men up i think at least the ones who saw it that's because because the other people saw it and they were like we gotta fight him like right away they was like we need to fight yeah and 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 stayed on that and that's true and i think i think for me for rick i understand you know because i my opinion is real easy to be like fight 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 when you're not thinking about the bigger picture. You're not thinking about other people you're going to fuck up. You're not considering any of that once you be like, well, let's, let's just go fight and fuck them up. And you're like, well, did you see what they do? I don't give a fuck. I don't care if I live or die. And, you know, Rick is like, that doesn't make any sense from a leadership perspective. Yes, he did, um, quote, unquote, declaw him. But I understand Rick's perspective. We'll get to it later. But I, I, I feel, I definitely feel a way about it. And I think this first half of the season the theme is going to be about that but um yeah so rick and aaron were both like we agree no fighting just get to people's shit give it to the saviors we keep living like aaron was like we live the people we love get to live it's just right. one more day fuck it just keep doing what we do uh so that and then they they get ready to head back to alexandria after they load the truck and we see someone with some very distinctive boots with a wire wrapped around it and like a snakeskin patch we see them their boot as the truck drives off where they're clearly watching the truck um and we don't really know who it is because they didn't show their face or anything Mm -hmm. all right uh at the savior sanctuary we know that daryl got a note in his prison cell that said go now and there's like a a motorcycle key and uh 
uh a match uh which i don't know what the match is really for but uh anyway daryl is still looking at that note we don't know how long it's been i'm assuming not very long uh and he leaves the cell ducks into a room to hide um because he heard some voices and so he had to find a place to hide he goes into this room and uh he starts uh changing his clothes he picks up some peanut butter which is the first non-dog food he's eaten in weeks probably in a week mm-hmm. uh he he uh and he looks down and realizes there's some whittled wooden figures in there it's dwight's room because that's dwight's hobby whittling wood mm-hmm. when daryl saw that it's like oh is his room well now it's time to you know i'm a chill yeah Yeah, so he just sat down and i mean he ate that peanut butter for a minute Uh, he ate all the peanut butter it was petty yeah it was petty but you know what you uh you locked me in a and you betrayed me and locked me in a cell i think the least i can do is eat all your peanut butter and wear your clothes come on fuck you and your peanut butter so then the voices leave because it gets quiet and they're like we got to go leave and do something else got to return something i don't think it really mattered what they were saying mm-hmm. uh it may matter it may be come back later but it didn't seem like it what mattered was they were leaving and as soon as they left daryl flipped over uh dwight's table <laughs> petty on fleet yeah he gonna lie i want you to know i've been here but- yeah he grabbed a, he grabbed a, a hat from dwight uh he made it outside and he saw uh fat joseph uh and of course uh you know fat joseph was um trying to uh just it looked like grab a bite to eat to be honest like fat joseph did not seem very interested in uh uh fighting he begged for his life he said i ain't seen nothing you can leave and you know what i believed him because his thing was like i ain't really here to cause no problems i'm just doing what i'm told you know because this thing was like dude i ain't fuck you up like i know that i'm part of this group but i'm not the one and Dale wasn't trying to hear that you know why i believed him because he dropped this sandwich and come on let me tell you something guys as a larger size individual <laughs> that was a that's a telltale sign that he meant what he meant yeah. and he said i ain't gonna tell i he was like oh shit i'm not i don't even need to finish this uh you know this uh pastrami on rye just come on don't kill me to which uh daryl said i will see your don't kill me and raise you some killing and uh he proceeded to beat the fuck out of fat joy with a crowbar um and then after he as of course as he is committing the sin of murder jesus comes around the corner ah, don't he always catch you doing wrong pulling the lee trevino and shit just like mm, look at you killing and he's like daryl daryl you know because he couldn't yell at him and daryl just like finished beating the fuck out of fat joey and then he grabbed his gun and he said to because one of the things fat joey had said was look man i'm just trying to get by and daryl looked at jesus and said it ain't about getting by here it's about getting it all i got the key let's go and then they got now he only had the key to one motorcycle right uh so but you know jesus is a ninja he just could have pellet smoked or flash stepped his way back you know he'd have been all right i wanted to see them drive off together because i'm assuming daryl drove and jesus got behind him and put his arms around him and stuff and then they drove off with their hair flowing in the breeze mm-hmm. 
because you know they both got that shaggy hair you know he everywhere honey i'll you know I just needed like 20 seconds like that that's all just i just needed i just needed <laughs> daryl at jesus just driving off smiling in the in the sun <laughs> sunshine on that motorcycle with jesus with his arms around daryl and them playing that i know you're tired i would have uh, i would have passed <laughs> out they need to get some black people in the room man come on i would have been like we need the rights to this kanye song y'all don't know how epic this can be just play that man uh but so so they they get on the motorcycle and that's that's the oh, end of uh-huh well no 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 never mind that that that's that happens later on but go ahead that's the end of everything that happened in the mm-hmm. savior's sanctuary right all right uh meanwhile we got the truck um the truck i couldn't think of another place another thing to name it it was right just, it was michonne with that white woman in the truck that's I, it uh the white now if y'all remember from last week that uh one of the saviors a white lady gets uh essentially ambushed by michonne who set a trap for her and um um michonne ends up um taking her to uh telling her to take me to negan and the woman tries to escape michonne slams her head up against the thing mm-hmm. pulls a gun on her and is like take me to knee and then she's like okay i'll try i'll do it this time um and michonne is asking her all these questions like you know um just a bunch of fucking questions that it don't matter because the woman didn't answer them right beard hair can be oh, as shit. strong as cover wise we don't care nothing about your beard hair come on beard if hair if it's as strong as covered wise something wrong with your hair uh <laughs> anyway um so we end up with um michonne and this lady where michonne's like got a gun on the woman and she's basically telling her like look dog um i'm gonna need all y'all info okay i'm gonna need you to tell me everything about this negan shit matter of fact i got it right here why was michonne looking at her like the white woman was wearing a safety pin because like, i don't trust this bitch so how long you been with megan hold up somebody gotta make a gift of this yo just michonne staring at this white woman could literally be an epic like white feminism gift of just black women <laughs> just every time like amy schumer says some fuck shit we could just post this on the timeline of michonne holding this gun looking at this white woman like you simple ass motherfucker why were you out there alone what happens 
now michelle is trying everything okay first it was let me put this gun to your face then it was like let's just talk like old friends i'm just gonna pretend like the gun's not even here and this white woman is like resigned to her fate i think she's just like i you gonna have to kill me so why should i even talk to you oh i know you're gonna kill me because obviously i can't uh outfight you Mm, and then i'll well not even outfight you but what's the thing that we do after this okay i give you the information you know where negan's at i know i'm not gonna live why would you let me live you know or either i take you anywhere they'll shoot me you know so yeah why well just more importantly why would you let me live right because if you let me live i'm gonna go back to negan and tell him what happened i mean this is the only way to mitigate your risk is to kill me it's the only smart thing to do right um so i think she just knew she she's like i'm gonna die just whatever bitch i'm gonna take you to the place now this kind of bothered me because she took her eye off the woman and took the gun off of her for a second Mm -hmm. but then part of me realized that um i guess once you really like beat somebody ass it's really no need she just like you know what i know you ain't gonna do shit yeah and i already tried to stop one time i don't, I don't yeah. feel like get my face bashed in obviously this uh vehicle doesn't have airbags right she was just using the power of sheer black will and shade to be like there's no way that you will ever cross me twice come on because i'll shoot you oh let me rewind that so that was essentially michelle and now the part where she kind of like quote unquote talked to herself um in that situation that didn't really bother me either but um because one we did one i think everybody was wondering why the fuck is she out there but two that was the moment i realized like oh yeah she's definitely gonna kill this woman because there's just nothing to like why do you even say that if you're gonna let this person live you basically like i knew i was coming out i just want to see where the motherfucker stay so i can see what's what's in his house and shit and then figure out how i'm gonna kill his ass um and so they the woman does drive them to a hill drive michonne to a hill overlooking like uh i guess the savior's camps or one of their locations or something and she's like that's negan down there we're all negan and michonne basically said it's like looking at it almost like this is a daunting task obviously it's a lot for us to do and the woman is like well uh you still got choices um you know basically there there's a silencer in the glove compartment you can kill me burn this car throw it in a lake or something turn around go back home and just keep serving negan and pretend this never happened and uh that's pretty much what michonne does she mm-hmm. puts the silence on the gun shoots the woman in the head drives the truck turns the truck around drives back and that's all the stuff that happened in the truck um all right so hilltop in hilltop uh maggie is mourning glenn um and then she 
after she sits at the grave for a bit she goes to a fence uh to do lookout duty now it's kind of wild that she's mourning glenn like that because they had talked about the idea of burning bodies like two weeks ago or something and how that would kind of let people move on and we'll remember each other through the fact that we're still here but i guess there is something about having that body that you do want to go to the grave and mourn you know or she might not have had you know because it ain't been that long and i mean it's been less than a week that's true yeah and you got to think uh you deal with the uh the midnight uh concert they put on for you and you know her being pregnant and things like that i'm i don't i don't know yeah because it's something that if she really wanted to do she could have been done yeah i mean i don't think they're gonna dig his grave grave up and burn his body but i just remember her saying that and it's kind of i think it's telling that she is going back every morning and mourning him over and over uh you know it's only been a few days but still it's like a ritual and maybe that's why she was like we got to start burning the body so we can let go mm-hmm. um so at any rate uh she then goes up to play the do lookout duty on the fence at hilltop gregory comes over of course with this sniveling ass and he tells her that a lot of people saying nice things about her and sasha but not to let the compliments go to her head and she was like uh well try not to let it bother you because it seems like it's bothering you that she wouldn't have said shit right and he pulls out an apple and she asks is he gonna eat that and he said yes and then some other dude was like she pregnant man give us give her your apple and then he threw his apple over to her and she ate it and she had a little bit of a smile on her face part of me wonders what sniveling ass revenge gregory's got going now that he's out of power you know um and the people like them more you know like they gonna get two million more votes in the uh in, in the general the election is rigged uh so sasha brings in an apple pie someone gave them uh that's how much people like them uh and maggie starts going to town on it and enid's in there chilling with them and maggie asks if uh jesus left because she wants him to get supplies for the kids so the kids can start like a learning program and reading and writing and shit and um enid's like are you are you president already uh <laughs> which is kind of funny uh because i don't think they would make a president when you have a perfectly inept corrupt conniving <laughs> white man who can be incompetent uh in the camp already yeah, like why would myself. you yeah why would you do that why would you put a woman in charge you know america has shown we don't like vaginas right gregory is a, a conniving corrupt scandalous white man oh, it seems like perfect for the job Mm-hmm. yeah that's all you need really uh what are you gonna do next bring in morgan and make him president get out of here not in my america uh so um maggie goes to get some milk for her apple pie uh and enid uh enid lets sasha know that she knows that sasha is lying about jesus because she was like jesus didn't leave this morning jesus left the night before because i was talking to some girl that told me that I'm like, damn, Enid been in the camp ten minutes and already can see the jig. She, I mean, she got she got connected fast. Yeah, because that's her thing, you know. She's like, I want to know, I want to be informed, and <clears throat> it's not like Alexandria. She's in a new environment, so she's like, okay, I, they know I came with them. I'm kind of gonna let everybody, you know, see my face, let them know that I'm not um, a threat, 
you know, or anything like that, and you pick up information when you do that. Carol is Carol is a perfect at, at doing that. Yeah. So her and Sasha basically have a. Mm. She just don't bake no pies or bake cookies like Carol, but yeah. She was making something in there. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Yeah, that like, was basically her to Sasha. Yeah, she said, uh you won't be lying on my Jesus. Yeah, she was like, uh, now you know you don't know Jesus. I seen you at the club on Saturday night. Um, and uh Sasha's like, Okay, well, I sent Jesus out to do recon uh and and uh ena's like because you want to kill negan and she's like yeah but i don't want to kill maggie because she gonna want to help and she don't need to help in her condition and uh ena's like well you're not alone a lot of people want to kill them and she, she and sasha's like we can't tell nobody so i am alone that's how it feels and she was just trying to tell her no you're you're really not alone because she never told them about carl right and some people i think are like Eni, why don't you just tell her but sasha was shutting her down hard like it was very much like you just a kid you don't know what the fuck you talking about i got a plan fuck everybody else yeah, and i'm alone like nobody else has came out and told me so i i'm alone which if you pay attention there everybody feels that way you know what I mean? everyone who's fighting feels that way and they're being driven to extremes with these plans that aren't gonna work they're like there's a zero percent chance Carl was gonna ride a truck into fucking the savior's town kill negan and escape he was going to die doing that shit at best um there was a zero percent chance that rosita's gonna kill negan with one bullet and nothing happened to her afterwards uh or the whole camp or whatever right because uh, they have no weapons um you know michonne and her recon mission and shit or her sniper shot like everyone's doing these very long shot plans because no one's grouping up and communicating um so at any rate um uh that's pretty much everything that happened at hilltop for that time uh and then back at the kingdom really was mostly at carol's house y'all it really wasn't the kingdom <laughs> but back at the kingdom morgan went to drop off some stuff at carol's house because uh, you know black men love them some carol don't they y'all you know whether it's tyrese uh yeah. whether it's ezekiel T-dog. huh t-dog t-dog ezekiel you know i don't they be wanting i don't know if they just want to chop them geriatric cakes down to, uh, smith, uh. to smithereens or what i don't know what's going on but they definitely love coming by her crib um and so morgan was dropping some stuff off and just walking away like he didn't make a lot of noise or anything he didn't knock on the door carol opens the door because she hears him uh and her house is by the way already fabulous come on 1970s chic up in there only thing missing was plastic on the couches really that's it um and so and she even had a fire going anyway so uh she hears morgan walking out opens the door sees morgan she's like morgan hey come on in and she basically says what's up morgan and she was like uh morgan's like what what you need and she was just like is everything okay and he said yes and she was like all right well you can go now he was like all right then bye and he goes to leave and when he opens up the door richard is there now you guys might know richard he's essentially the number one security guy for the kingdom he's the right hand man not jerry the asian dude but he's the right hand man to yeah, uh Jerry, like I, i'll be two feet within screaming distance yeah uh <laughs> but um yeah he's not um 
he's not that he, he's right. he's like the the head security guy yeah, pretty he's serious. like military he's like if it's time to fight i'm here right and he basically comes over to um to the crib to uh to um carol's crib with a bunch of empty bottles i don't know what he was dropping the empty bottles off for mm-hmm. what do they keep in there Aaron? i have no idea anyway he was dropping off a bunch of empty bottles for her and um you know this is after morgan tried to bring her some fruit uh which she was like i already got fresh produce okay like, ezekiel to hook me up you trying to I give mean. me the eggplant he trying to give me the eggplant put all these eggplant emojis back down <laughs> i got it i got all the uh i got the whole farmer's market back here right and so richard wants to talk richard basically tries to recruit morgan and carol to fight against the saviors uh because he feels like carol who he goes uh you probably haven't seen any battle or anything uh but you have ezekiel ezekiel listen to you guys y'all can convince him to fight against the saviors we can strike first we have a chance of winning the saviors basically we met them up in the woods and they realized ezekiel had certain talents we struck a deal with them so i don't know if shiva was out with them or what how i don't know how what talents ezekiel had at the time they saw him i'm assuming must the tiger must have been with them or something because what what exactly would anyway so um they were like okay cool uh we'll just strike this deal and you know to his credit rich is like yo the deal gonna go bad at some point at some yeah. point someone's gonna look at somebody the wrong way i already got beat up the other day he, he can just sense that something about them ain't right mm-hmm. he's like something ain't right he basically was like look something gonna happen something mm-hmm. gonna go down they might fuck around and decide not to honor the deal ain't, we ain't, ain't like it's no uh contract signed or some shit that says that if they go against their shit there's some legal penalty they can just come in but like fuck it this ours now and what can we do right um and so he says all that shit and carol of course is like uh nah and they're like that's why i left because i didn't i won't stop killing people yeah he said things will go bad and when they do the kingdom will fall i was like whoever wrote that in the writing room i know they high fived when they finished that line <laughs> but uh yeah they said no morgan says carol's the most capable fighter in this room carol says uh yeah i don't want anything to do with y'all lives or y'all's deaths just leave me the fuck alone that's why i came out here and moved to this house right that's that's why i moved down the country because i ain't want to deal with none of this city folk life i want to be out here with my farmer's market and call it a day and he's like carol looking at him like do you know if i wanted to y'all both would be dead but because i i you know i don't mind y'all still breathing right now right and then morgan is like i don't kill and because uh, of the cheese maker huh i said because of the cheese maker yeah i don't kill no more rick um so he's like i don't kill and then um fucking um richard is like uh but you had killed somebody <laughs> when i met you like you you had to kill that person and he's like i just did that to save carol's life a life for a life and then he was like uh nigga um this is about to be a life for a whole lot of lives we need to kill people to survive shit gonna go down and y'all gonna regret this or maybe that's what y'all always do y'all sit back and y'all just let blood be on y'all hands hey because he was hot he was 7 30 hot and then he went to go leave he went to, he went to go uh to go to go What's leave wrong with you What's wrong with y'all you niggas are crazy 
that's basically what he said on his way out that, that was that was the way his face looked on his way out <laughs> it was like he was like y'all crazy we all gonna die and y'all don't care right like you motherfuckers are crazy y'all don't kill you know how many seasons we into this shit and y'all don't kill right so he was just like i'm done by the way you know it's interesting what do you think about what's happened with carol the first eight episodes of this season I think that she is to the point where when she said she wasn't gonna kill anymore, she meant that. Like she was like, I'm done. She was like I understand. I'm asking, what do you think about it though? You cool with it? You like it? You don't like it? Oh, I'm fine with it. Okay. I, I think she eventually will be forced to fight again. I don't think it's gonna be an option. Um, but I don't think she's gonna be doing it willingly. See, I'm not sure. Like, I think everybody is so certain that she's going to come back around and be badass Carol again, kind of like Rambo. You just, you, they, every time I try to get out, you drag me back in. I'm not sure that's going to happen, man. I'm I'm not sure that they won't just pull the, like, hey. uh I was serious about you. Carol. Carol might be willing to die, even. Yeah. Carol might be, Carol might run away, yeah. uh, which is good writing because now I don't know what's going to happen with Carol. And maybe they had to go through all this shit for me to really except i don't know what the fuck carol's gonna do when shit hits the fan eventually because it will hit the fan yeah or instead of killing somebody she might uh jump in on somebody else's behalf and be killed like trying to protect somebody yeah i don't know that's what i'm saying i now before i always felt like well yeah shit's gonna hit the fan carol's gonna catch 20 bodies and we'll all be like what a badass carol is love that old woman and now I'm like, or Carol might be like, man, I'm done killing. Kill me. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, I'll leave. Like, I'm tired of counting bodies. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know what? Like you said, it might be a situation where they fuck around, turn around, and Carol is gone. Yeah. One thing that gave me hope for Carol, though, is um, after Richard leaves, um, she tells Morgan, you should probably leave, too. And Morgan, like, nigga, I came over here. I wasn't trying to speak. I didn't knock on your door. Yeah, I didn't you call me over here. Yeah. Like, don't call me no more then. I ain't call you. And then, uh, Carol was like, and if you see anybody that we know, to tell them I'm gone. Don't even tell them I'm out here. Um, and Morgan was like, alright then. And he left. Um, uh, which is funny. He just came over to like drop off some fruit and this shit turned into like a fuck you mission. Um, uh, 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 don't it always between them two socially yeah they yeah they really hate each other man they need to fucking get it over with because something's up with them anyway um that actually gave me a little bit of hope for carol though the fact that she doesn't want them coming around because i think it means that she does still care about people you should also, she, don't want she them just doesn't know how to huh she don't want them attachments Mm, that and then maybe they could influence her if they were in her life yeah like she would realize i do have to fight for y'all y'all are worth it i do want to see y'all live you know that's why she don't want to be part of a community yeah because she's a dual nature person she's not i don't think martha stewart carol is fake no i think she puts on a fake she puts on a facade for certain things but i do think her general demeanor bends like it's do it's a duality it's yes i'm a badass warrior that'll do anything to survive but it's also like and i'm a homemaker and i want to bake and i want to fucking make nutmeg pies and mm-hmm. i i'll watch judith for you like yeah, part can, of her is that too 
and i think she realizes that i can't i can't have both i can't have one without the other like if i'm gonna be in these people's lives their conflicts become my conflicts and i do have to kill and i do have to be violent and if i want to be uh if i want to not kill i have to give up these connections of me being miss nanny and all that kind of shit and everybody's yeah. grandmama and yeah and just interior decorate my little shack over here and call it a day yeah so speaking of little shacks richard goes off to his little shack a little hideaway in the woods mm-hmm. um mobile home or something and um he uh breaks a glass bottle and starts crying like a little punk right because i i think he's like i I can see this turning bad i've been out to enough runs with them uh shit may have got aggressive like more and more aggressive over time you know they're already feeding um zombies to the pig like we're doing what we can to stretch this but eventually like he told them something gonna happen we're gonna be light we're gonna be off something gonna happen something not gonna go right and his thing like i care about my people and my community and i'm reaching out to you because i care and you're part of the community too even though you know as far as i think morgan feel like he's he is but carol don't i don't think carol ever wanted to be a part of the community um and i think that it just broke him when he was like well shit how can i get anybody to hear me out because it's obvious that the uh king ezekiel he already was like i know he ain't gonna fight that's why i came to y'all to help convince him here's the thing um i'm think it could i mean it could very well be that and i'm going on a limb here because i had this theory before i think whatever happened with the saviors and ezekiel is more than what richard is saying and more i I don't think they reach the truth without somebody dying because that's what the saviors do they kill people and i still wouldn't be surprised if that one kid they call a squire if his dad got killed by the saviors and that's the big secret of the kingdom is we already got punked by the saviors so you know somehow we've been able to hide it from our people but in general uh you know i i, I mean because well, why was he yeah, so that, emotional that, after because it just seemed like once you tell them the truth it's nothing to be emotional about you going back to the what are you so guilty about that you going back to your hole in the woods and crying yes now i i i i and i do believe that theory because the way ezekiel was it ezekiel told the story about his, I don't know if it was the little boy one of them had told a story about that his daddy they went out and you know a war or something not a war but they went out scavenging a building like yeah that's is, that's exactly what I okay, just talked about this, this, this is the story they've been told but I think before the season's over I, I personally think we're going to get a flashback or something to tell us what happened so that will make sense but I but also I think that my reasoning might be a reasoning too but also carol and morgan were separate from the group so they didn't see the aftermath to see what the saviors will do they just kind of heard about them yeah i mean they don't know about the clapback the saviors did to alexandria i don't understand that uh that's not even what i'm talking about though i mean them not knowing has no bearing on it i'm saying why is richard going off into a hole in the wall and crying Uh, maybe there's something more to that story than just what he told them because he seems hella pressed like 
they were basically like man just keep the peace like what the fuck and richard is going out there crying and shit like he just knows something that nobody else knows or he knows there's more on the line than even what he's saying it just seems i don't know so it's like he hiding something else i don't know why why else you go cry in private in a little room you know what i mean why do you even have that room i mean i can see if it was like porn in there or something but he just hangs out in that room sometimes his crying space anyway i'm just i'm just wondering what richard's up to and if he's hiding something uh but yeah they shot his ass down um let's see what else happened oh and now we're back to the main story alexandria uh so in the beginning there's negan shaving he's doing you know he's he's just in rick house living just living y'all <laughs> living the refrigerator open turning the air on with the front door open he was like fuck it these ain't my bills uh he was cooking uh some spaghetti while carl was making biscuits uh shout out to carl who made a whole bunch of fucking biscuits by the way i mean i've never seen so many biscuits in my life i'm like i know olivia's like all these carbs come on carl i know right you know i got body shame today damn um <laughs> so they had on aprons and everything he still didn't let carl put his bandage back over his eyes uh tara brought over some li- lemonade that she says um denise used to enjoy she gave it to olivia she olivia was obviously scared by negan she didn't want to go back in tara said you know i could take over for you um and olivia's like no i made rick a promise i was gonna watch judah and that's what i'm gonna do right y'all already clown me because i can't keep track of the guns and shit so nope which makes sense because um i don't know how you go back to rick and tell him i didn't watch i'll watch your baby like i was supposed to come on because rick will fuck <laughs> her up so she's like nope i i, I don't want to deal with it Mm-mm, i left your baby and your son along with negan right the man. i mean i don't think rick would fuck her up but i just think it just it'd be a shitty shitty thing to do that and the fact that he saved my life from negan fucking me up you know right. so i i don't th- i wouldn't feel right just kind of leaving him out there so um you know uh negan made carl set a place for lucille to sit at the table by the way hilarious shout out to solange um and spencer um is, i just had an idea of somebody's photoshopping solange hair onto lucille the bat uh, for a seat at the table oh oh you know what shout out to doggo doggo did that it was hilarious he did i didn't save it yeah he did oh. a, he did a gif of it. it i mean a little meme of it it was hilarious oh that wow see great minds um so uh spencer uh i'm yeah so um spencer is there he's trading all this stuff uh to the saviors who seem pretty impressed with the haul that he's bringing in uh and i actually had this clip let me see if i can uh put it on the air for you guys hopefully we can get another shaving commercial um see how i get this on here all right cool and let me know when it pops up i will Shit, which means you fought for this. So you did your job. 
get it, and I like that. Negan likes that. That's good to hear. You play your cards right. Maybe I'll show you where we live. Maybe I'll buy you a sandwich. Now, this woman has a neck tattoo. And you always accept a sandwich from a woman with a neck tattoo. We all know that. Oh, she make a mean-ass sandwich. Yeah, I don't know if she gonna make it. She said she would buy you a sandwich. But you gonna, you always take the sandwich, okay? Oh, yeah, if she make it a buy, just, 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 just eat her sandwich. Life too short to be turning down women with big-ass neck tattoos, okay? That kind of confidence and lack of hope in having any type of regular gainful employment, mm-mm, you take those sandwiches. tell me when you like watching haircut yes she's talking to eugene oh he says yes he said yes and that's a callback all the way to when he used to watch abe and rosita fuck yes sir so that was the most honest thing that's ever been said on the show yes i mean you mean to get the hell out of here now they are such uh why is that jazzy music to end this (laughs) (laughs) anyway they are such mean girls right it's like get out of here give me your lunch money you know (laughs) just such fucking they're written like high school bullies or something you know anyway so um spencer uh basically uh you know gets him a hot date out of that gets him a sandwich meat out of that um and then in church rosita is chilling and she's just like looking at her bullet like my fact i got this clip man this is such a professional show that we run here you guys are so fortunate okay you guys got when you when you fucking with us you're fucking with the best all right mm-hmm. um <laughs> all right so i don't know when it's gonna pop up on screen but i'll start playing the audio but it's rosita in church hanging out with her bullet just chilling with her one bullet her one oh, bullet okay. at least we see it and father gabe comes over to have a chat who's been uh he's been the real mvp ain't he though last couple episodes he's really been talking to people is that for you or negan for him how will you do it i'll pull the trigger they'll kill you as long as he goes first why do you have to die because he has to i agree but Why do you? There's uh, no need to lie to me if this is our last conversation. If Abraham was alive, we could fight. If Glenn was... Maggie's kid would have a father. 
Michonne and Carl can fight. They have Rick. Aaron has Eric. Eugene knows things. <laughs> Daryl Strong. What about Sasha? Look at me, Rosita. It shouldn't have been you. It shouldn't have been anyone. We'll win. But we need to wait for the right moment. Or create it. Together. And you're a part of that together. So, like, I kind of like Father Gabe now. Yeah, he, he's come a long way. I And the thing is, his whole thing is, like, I'm to the point where I know people must die. I understand that. But I went from turning on a group, talking about how they wouldn't shit and how they were savages, mm-hmm. to the point that now... I believe in the group. I believe in us working as a unit. You know, I believe in Rick. And his whole thing is like, is a time and a place. Because he, because this, it goes back to him and his faith. Like his faith has kind of shifted and expanded. You know, just going by the theme, it shifted and expanded. He went from basically locking himself up in the church. You know, with people writing Black Lives Matter on the outside <laughs> to now I'm like, I will grab a gun and shoot somebody too to standing on a rock crying when Carl went over there trying to save him. He went from basically leaving Michonne and Carl in there to die and shit like that. Like he has done some foul shit and he's still being accepted by the group. I just think it's good writing because I kind of like his character now. He's yes, been the I like the vo- arc of his character. Yes, he's been the the voice of reason lately. Um, when it comes to to talking to people, um, like he tried to talk Spencer down, he's tried to talk Rosita down. Now I don't feel like it's working, but the point being, he he has a reasonable point of view as opposed to what he used to. He does have a renewed a faith in the group that he actually never had before. Right. Um, you know he's just it's just the characters come a long way i can recognize that i can give props to that uh so i actually like father gabe now as opposed to i didn't and i didn't find him to be a redeemable character um and i like this version better than the comic book version me too uh the comic book father gabe just went off the rails like yes he did Woo, that boy mm uh so this this father gabe though he making his faith work for him man i i appreciate it because at one point in time you was walking around like you were all the demons and all this shit so uh but it's interesting that they were even able to redeem him to me because i was done with that nigga um which you know i don't know you gotta 
i think i always gravitate towards whoever takes over the role of um the the rational person you know i like glenn you know i obviously i liked herschel Mm -hmm. um shit i even liked morgan's point about how savage the crew had become but what happened with glenn was hit uh i mean yeah well gabe the difference between all those people i named and gabe is he was a coward and his shit used to come from a place of cowardice where it was like he's not being a person that's reasonable and rational he's being a person that's just scared shitless and letting his fear now he just doesn't seem scared you know um so i don't know i i I fuck with that man that scene was good to me Mm -hmm. um and and it was his thing was like hey we can do this we need you he basically was like hey you're you're committing suicide here Mm-hmm. but you know i can't stop and what's you. gonna happen to us right what's gonna happen to all the other people you don't give a fuck about uh spencer goes and, I, and i'm assuming you know this is all fallout and it's also good writing this is all fallout from the way rosita got done wrong man you know like abe did her cold in the game man hey he said once you go black and just dipped you know took her uh tail light uh necklace and said look at my tail lights in the rearview mirror because i'm gone baby <laughs> uh spencer goes back to his house saw that it was ransacked because remember when they had to go through his house to find um his secret stash of guns and alcohol and food and shit mm-hmm. um so he sees his ransack they do a cool little time montage thing where they show he cleaned up his house took a shower Mm -hmm. got himself clean put on some nice clothes got him a bottle of alcohol and uh looked in the mirror he goes hi three times practicing his high face um and then he goes and walks towards rick's house and rosita is sitting on a bench outside and she sees him she's like where you going looking all clean and good and uh he was like i'm about to go over here holler at me and see if i can work with him together and then who knows maybe one day down the line we can use that as an advantage to to kill him or whatever mm-hmm. and she's like okay sound like a plan you sounding like you got your head on straight mm-hmm. and uh he was like by the way um just want to know uh why you fucked me back in the day and you ain't um you know you was acting so cold about it and she was like i'm just using you as a distraction you know i really was just you know you tall you kind of cute i just was like i'm gonna let him chop these cakes and then i'm done um no more talking and he was like you know you never really gave us a chance and he was like what if we go to dinner tonight and he was like no i'm not just to fuck but just to get to know each other kind of and she said yeah because you know he was looking good and clean and holding a bottle of alcohol and he now had a plan yeah and i think gabe got to her yeah i think gabe had talked to her and gabe had given her hope to wait on everybody mm-hmm. um and you know I, I don't know what he was gonna cook for her now that his stash spot was empty i don't know if he had any more beef jerky stroganoff <laughs> but uh uh he whipped up something good hmm? he whipped up something good for the z-pac yeah not not that not all this shit going i don't know uh rick arrived at alexandria um negan's men were being some real dicks at the gate they was like negan's here and we've been waiting hours for you to show up and he's like well let me go to my house and he's like nah we need to look at your shit first and they start going through all the cargo and 
they cut to spencer who was on the porch talking to negan and sipping on some some wine or some alcohol and uh it made me it made me think spencer is the mitt romney to negan's trump yeah you know it was just like if they could have took a picture of them just eating frog legs together it would have been perfect god i hate spencer um but he was just smoozing with them and negan wished they could play pool and spencer was like oh there's a pool table in the house over there you know doing his best to just like schmooze just to get on negan's good side and um you know um the saviors are inspecting the cargo uh and that aaron and rick went and got and uh they found a letter from leslie wilson's well leslie william stanton and decided that the letter which was uh you still lose bitches or something like that it was some yeah congrats bitches you still but you still lose and they took it personal like oh you you wrote this letter for us and they're like you know aaron's like no we didn't write that letter for y'all and um you know and it was funny because they froze up and aaron didn't just go no we found that letter or whatever uh and they were already pissed that they had to even come over there and shit and so he was they were like um you know where aaron's like of course it's not for y'all he's like oh what do you mean of course or obviously he's like obviously it's not for y'all he's like what do you mean obviously like you think i'm stupid or something and aaron's like nah man i ain't saying that and they're like and rick goes over like hey calm down and they're like you stay over there rick put a gun in his face and then they basically hate crying aaron for no reason come on dog they beat him down good like they beat him for like two cutscenes, y'all yeah they did they whipped the hell out of him yeah um so that sucked uh <laughs> and meanwhile uh it made me think this is why negan's in charge because these animals are more dangerous without him yes they are like you know that there's a time you like you want to be like why the fuck is negan in charge but yeah you know in a way you're like well who, who the fuck else will be in charge it's, yeah these motherfuckers that? are crazy yes and let them loose on their own accord Ooh, it'll be chaos yeah so um yeah it was just kind of you know it's sad or whatever really that uh that's how it went down um and then uh meanwhile while aaron's getting beat up and rick's forced to watch uh they, even though they tell rick to run along rick's a good person so he doesn't who knows they would have done to aaron if he had just run along right um and i really feel like the only reason they didn't kill him is because because of negan right like if they didn't have to answer the negan i I think they would have just killed him um so yeah they beat up aaron pretty good um and like i said it's cutting back and forth and it cuts to spencer who's now in the middle of the street playing pool with negan in the middle of the fucking street and everybody's watching so now everybody this private conversation you must have planned to have has now become a very public conversation right because he talked about uh the pool table at the place at the place across the street from where nigga was sitting on the porch sipping lemonade mm-hmm. and he was like dog i'm not gonna be in no garage so he basically bought the table out and basically forced them to have this public conversation right so um versus it could have been like you said could have been more private if they would have been kind of and i think his plan was to be private 
right I, I but did too. since they were playing pool in the middle of the street he had to betray rick in front of everybody because spencer basically lays out a plan to say hey kill rick put me in charge i hate rick my family was alive for you got here i blame rick for everything you can't trust him uh he's the worst uh just uh yeah and it's almost twofold i think that like i said i do believe he truly feels like that but i also do believe that may have quote unquote been his his way of trying to lay out his plenty to rosita was like hey i'll sneak in there but he was like well hey if, if rick gotta be the scapegoat for me to do it i don't care yeah but it's like do you think he was gonna let um i don't know you can you think he was gonna let um like Rosita's still gonna go on a date with him the the rest of the town still gonna be cool with him it's like if that was his plan it was a delusional ass stupid ass plan that deserved to be met with with death you know what i mean like it's dumb yeah it's dumb and also i think too his mom was a politician right deanna yeah. yeah so his thing was like look it was ran like a politician you know my mom was a politician everything was fine everything was well all of a sudden rick comes in and everything goes to shit versus y'all were protected mm-hmm. because of where you were are where you were located and eventually you'll get attacked anyway because he seen them that 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 zombie uh mosh pit and ignored the shit for two years or however long it was so y'all was going to get ran shacked anyway indiana wouldn't handle running into negan any better than rick did no anyway no. so negan hears his pitch and then we get this scene i'm thinking Spencer. i'm thinking how rick threatened to kill me how he clearly hates my guts but he is out there right now gathering shit for me to make sure i don't hurt any of the fine people that live here he is swallowing his hate and getting shit done. That takes guts. And then there's you. The guy who waited for Rick to be gone so he could sneak over and talk to me to get me to do his dirty work so he could take Rick's place. So I gotta ask, if you want to take over, why not just kill Rick yourself and just take over? What? No, no, I didn't... I don't... You know what I'm thinking? Because I have a guess. It's because Yeah, he stabbed Spencer in the gut. How embarrassing. There they are. They were inside you the whole time. You did have guts. I've never been so wrong in my whole life. <laughs> He cracks me up.
someone. Get up here and clean this mess up. He also asked if anybody wanted to finish the game. Oh, he's so good. Oh, I don't want to finish the game. And the thing is, Negan told Spencer the same shit that Rick told Spencer. Mm-hmm. He, he was like, hey, dog, you think this shit is easy and it's not. Mm-hmm. You think you can run this shit and you don't. And you don't give a fuck about the people. Like, Rick was like, I'm doing this because I care. Even care about your stupid ass. I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't care. And his thing was like, well, y'all came here, y'all fucked everything. I really think they'd have been dead if it went for Rick and them group. I'm not, I'll joke aside, like, he basically came in and and encouraged the the crew to even attempt to have a fighting spirit uh, in his own way now. But it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you really thought you was gonna politician your way in there like nigga was smart enough to see through you. Yeah, he, he definitely tried to Mitt Romney the situation. Yeah, and and I think <clears throat> Negan is the type of person who know real leadership too. Yeah, he knew Spencer wouldn't be a good leader. Um, uh-huh. and I think Negan leaves certain people in place because he knows that while I might be the big dog, I need people that's capable of getting shit done on my behalf. So if I I don't want to strip any of these crews too far or maybe and maybe he learned from the ocean side women you take too much from people and they just fucking leave and now you don't got shit no one's earning for you there's no pickups to collect there's nothing because you go through the whole crew and there's a there's a fine line between you know sharing the sheep and killing the sheep Mm -hmm. um so he uh essentially um kills uh kills spencer in front of everybody rosita gets very pissed off because that was gonna be her be striking off later on mm-hmm. and she shoots at him with her one bullet uh i dollar till your soul belongs in hell and then she mm-hmm. she hits lucille y'all she don't even hit mm-hmm. megan and you know she wasn't gonna hit him because it's eight more episodes ago this season can't kill this nigga now no. um i was thinking like well if she either the bullet misfires because maybe eugene fucked up something i mean y'all trust the man that came up with the lie to start all this okay or maybe you miss him and wing him and you don't kill him or whatever but in case but even worse she shot lucille which is the worst of both worlds because negan love him so lucille don't nobody talk about his lucille Mm y'all she even had a seat at the table even though she wouldn't eat hungry right and then um you also didn't kill negan so uh all right kills i mean not kills uh tackles um tackles uh rosita Mm -hmm. and then um while rosita's laying there negan notices that the shell casing is a homemade bullet basically right because you know what a real bullet shell looks like right and he's like uh which is funny because it's the same bullet he shot from that gun he tested but he's like okay so um who made this bullet and he's like i want you to cut her pretty face until she tells who what she got this bullet from and she sliced her good and well no she didn't actually oh she put the knife to her face rosita was like i ain't tell i made the bullet and he's like i know it's not you so who was it and she leaned forward uh into the knife okay as eric was a rat was looking at her like is this motherfucker crazy uh because she leaned into the knife and cut her own face basically okay. just a little bit but then 
uh negan was like you are a badass he loves when people stand up to him uh so of course he did what he always does when someone stands up to him is kill somebody random and he was like uh a rat if she don't tell you where she got this bullet kill somebody and so uh a rat shot denise out the blue just pull her i, I mean olivia olivia, right, olivia she just picked up her gun she, I, she didn't even turn i don't even think she looked in her direction just turned around and shot the bullet just shot the fuck out of uh well see i think she did it on purpose because she don't like olivia yeah you know what i mean like she don't like olivia um so i i thought it was uh purposeful that she was the one that got picked mm-hmm. and carl was standing over the body and sad and shit and then negan um and then rick comes over uh to negan um with aaron. yeah with aaron who he's like hobbled you know what i mean like uh he's essentially <laughs> uh he's like uh like barely got there you know what i mean like he's he's still like just hobbling from getting fucked up you know and um negan um but oh actually i think i had this clip okay hold on let me put this on but uh negan basically informs rick um of the situation yeah everything rick doesn't know about you gotta keep in mind rick doesn't know shit you know rick been out here earning okay right. he been on this corner getting his money for daddy and and rick looked like god damn it i've been out here working hard for y'all motherfuckers come back and y'all didn't take my chicken out like i asked you to the house not clean you ain't take out the trash what the fuck is happening in the goddamn house that's how he looked like i showed up and everything fucked up All right. it was me no it wasn't. It was me. By the way, the nigga playing Eugene can act. Because mm-hmm. I was scared for that nigga like he was a child. Me too, and he responded <laughs> like it. Because my thing is this. When she shot that gun, they kept, periodically you would see they would go to Gabriel. And you could see him going, oh, no, she didn't. Like, I know there's going to be consequences to this, and it's not going to go out like she think it is. Something's going to happen. And do you really think he's dumb enough to believe that you made these bullets? And, of course, Eugene's going to give himself up because he's like. Well, hold on. Ain't no, of course. Eugene's a fucking coward. I It wasn't no, of course. It was uh because he let Rosita take credit. Then he let Tara take credit who he feels extremely guilty about what happened to Tara because she got fucked up and in a coma because of his cowardice before. True. Men he came for. So I don't think it was never on some... I mean, she thinks he's a coward. It was never... True. Obvious, like, well, obviously he'll give it up. Like, the way he gave it up, man, it was just such good acting because it was how he would do it, like a fucking coward. Like, his hands were over his face. Like, he was hiding his face. Okay, not like, yeah, I'm the one. Be proud of your work. Yeah, everybody else was, like, brave. Like, it was me. It was me. This nigga's like, it was me. He was like, yeah. He was crying like Tammy Faye Baker up in this piece, man. It was so good. I believe it's you. (laughs) Good acting. It was me. It was completely you. 
It required one spin case and one four-hole turret reloader powder. One funnel for the powder. Shut up. I believe you. This shit made me laugh so hard, this fire coming up. Phil, give me strength. This nigga was praying to his back. Oh, what a psycho. Lucille, give me strength. <laughs> you done took a bullet from me, baby. I'm going to be relieving you of your bullet maker, Rick. That and whatever you left for me at the front gate. And however much you scavenged, it's not good enough. Because you're still in serious, serious hole after today. Let's move out! No, 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 please, just take me! No! Rick. I ain't gonna lie, your kitchen is a goddamn mess. <laughs> I'll see you next time. And then um, Spencer turns and, and Rick has to kill Spencer. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, God, I love that Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's yeah. so good. And Paul Rick, Rick does literally, Rick was at his job, minding his business. He got a the the school called and said you know your kids cutting up at home yeah it's the worst pta meeting ever right so he had to you know he had to come in and they had to tell him how your your your, your baby cutting up this one won't be still this one about to flunk out and then to turn around well, he, he basically said you should thank me because i didn't kill your son who tried to kill me um yeah he i killed spencer i killed spencer who tried to take your place um I'm taking your bullet maker, Rick. Like I didn't know I fucking had a bullet maker. Right? He's like you had somebody tried to kill me with a, a handmade bullet. I should be killing all y'all niggas, but I'm letting you live. Uh, but none of this, the shit you earned for me today, none of it counts. Um, and I'm taking your bullet maker. You know, twelve years of mullet. Ah uh, ha! Looks like Eugene gonna be a slave now. Uh, and you know what's funny? Eugene told Rosita this is exactly how it would go. And he was right. He told her exactly how the shit would go when she was calling him a coward and shit. Everything he said about how her plan was stupid, it was gonna get shit, make shit worse. What if you don't kill him? What if he kills somebody else? What if he does, you don't know what he'll do? And all of it came true. And right. Rosita didn't get shit. Right. And she was like, well, I'll just pay the price. Like, that's, that's cool when you ain't really paying the cost. She ain't get shit with a cut on the face. That's it. Um, yeah. Negan, uh, Rick kills Spencer the zombie. Uh, and then we come back to, uh, a pivotal scene when, um, Rick is sitting in the jail cell that Morgan built. Um, for the to house you know criminals and shit mm-hmm. um um what is this shit anyway um and he's just sitting there with the note that said from uh the cargo on the ship that says uh something like uh you still lose bitches or whatever mm-hmm. and a hatchet the hatchet that he had from episode one of this season 
and he's just sitting in the cell uh with those laying on the floor in front of him and uh michonne comes in I think it was telling that Rick went to hug her, not kiss her. I found what I was looking for. I wanted to go with you and Aaron. But I couldn't. I had to go my way. But when I found it, I realized that I didn't want it to be my way. I wanted it to be ours. Me and you. There are more of them, even more than we thought. We are outnumbered. It's not even close. But that doesn't change the way that I feel. Because it doesn't change the way that things are still alive, Rick. So much has happened. So much that we shouldn't have lived through. Yet in spite of it, or maybe because of it, we did. We're still here. The two of us. We're still standing. And we're going to keep standing. So what do we do with that? How do we make that mean something? We're the ones who get things done. You said that. We're the ones who live. That's why we have to fight. Not for us, but for Judith, for Carl, for Alexandria, for the hilltop, for all of us. We can fight them, Rick. We can find a way to beat them. We can do this. But... But... Only if... We... Do this. Finally. Damn, nigga. <laughs> then she laid them soup coolers on his ass. Mm-mm-mm. Lucky, lucky man. But, uh, yeah, so, um, he finally, his balls finally dropped, man. 
um and that's the kind of thing i was talking about earlier when i said i feel like the theme of this half of the season has been about the fact that everybody in his crew are they're fighters yes they They might not look it but everybody is fighters and if you don't leadership isn't necessarily dictating down to what people will do that's what negan does right leadership is also listening to the people that are on your team and finding the best way to get the goals that they want to accomplish done like in a way rick's pacifism his we're not gonna fight we're just gonna do what the savior say in a way that also was a dictatorship he was dictating down to people we're just gonna do what negan says that's it i got punked everybody getting punked just do what he say okay that's it i don't want no problems i don't want nobody else to die and the crew's like no we didn't get here because we just bowed down and also everyone's gonna die you're gonna die anyway so why live on your knees you know when you can live on your feet you know uh or when you could die on your feet even so it seems like every and that's what i was saying earlier maggie sasha (coughs) carl rosita michonne all these people want to fight even gabe uh well gabe was yeah gabe feels more like he'll do whatever rick says the plan is gabe but gabe has faith that they will be fighting right everyone wants to fight and you know in hilltop uh you know you have people that believe in sasha and and maggie now they want to fight you got people in the kingdom they want to fight they've scared to tell them about the saviors because they think they'll go well let's fucking fight that's what yeah that's what's king ezekiel's whole thing that like, we're keeping it secret because we tell them oh we're gonna everybody gonna want to fight people want to fight for what they have right you know um and i think that's been the first half of the season has all been about rick's denial of that and the cat the the um the um uh, results of him not fighting it's it's all been people being like well i'll just take it on my own like i think michonne was legitimately thinking like i'm gonna find out where this nigga stay sneak in his house like the governor and kill his ass yeah and they rolled up and she was like oh shit the facility is a lot bigger than i thought it was yeah like maybe she thought it was impossible maybe she just realized like she said when she told rick i don't i don't want it to be that way right i want it to be something we did together i want us to fight together um you know because who knows how i would have went if she went rogue you know the way he been talking uh all right it's time to go to the next session uh what were you saying refresh or something going wrong oh, okay all right i'm going to the next session just uh give me a second everybody Mm-mm-mm. you need to shut the fuck up when grown folks is talking move the audience and i'm going live and i will invite you as soon as i see you okay and i'm inviting you on screen all right cool so um and then we basically end with um back in hilltop maggie mourns glenn and she goes to be a lookout on the wall again um which is like her morning you know routine um and then uh 
she looks out and she you can tell she sees something familiar mm-hmm. they open up the gate and it's rick michonne carl uh carl tara uh and rosita mm-hmm. and they're all at hilltop rick apologizes to maggie for not fighting he basically says you knew the whole time you were always right i was wrong all the women were right carl was right rick was wrong you know um rick and aaron and all the, the other people were wrong that that basically said let's just go back and not do anything um and then daryl and jesus came out because they had come to hilltop and uh rick and daryl hugged sasha and rosita gave each other their head nod sasha and michonne hugged uh daryl gave gave rick the gun he got off of fat joseph which turns out to be rick's old revolver mm-hmm 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 a little bit of providence there a little bit of you know a little good fortune mm-hmm. um we're and gonna, we're gonna have the next the next the next have somebody carl carl what happened it's gonna be him hollering at carl about shoot carl carl wait who's gonna be hollering? i don't rick. get it he always be hollering at carl it's gonna be gonna get back to him hollering at carl oh about right. doing shit because before that was a whole thing every time he called him it was they was doing shit together. Uh, you think we're going to have how we did before, how they teamed up and shot the zombies? Oh, I hope so. When they was at the prison. I do love them father, them, them white fatherhood moments in the Z-Pop. Right, that's that's what I like. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get yeah. back to to now it's been Carl fussing at Rick or, mm-hmm. or, or, or calling out Rick. It's going to be Rick getting back on Carl again, calling him Carl instead of Carl, and mm. I'm here for it. I can't wait. Uh, and then also we're gonna see some cowboy boots sweating running rick again yeah because you know he we ain't seen him running them cowboy boots action uh action rick back mm-hmm. uh yeah i've kind of been waiting on that anyway and i'm kind of excited about getting back to that because uh they do like this this montage at the end and like it's so corny because it's all like they even did the thing where they show each person's face and each person smiling uh i mean like someone somewhere is going to take that if they haven't already and put some 80s sitcom montage music yes! underneath and just like you know just every step you take <laughs> you know like they're gonna do something man like someone if you haven't done it already if you're listening to this go ahead and do it i'll retweet it but somebody is gonna just take all them looking off into the distance smiling and just do a straight up like it's a rare condition in this day and age <laughs> seeing it good news on the newspaper page I those like we gonna somebody gotta do it because it's so obvious that it needs to be done you um won't be to the amen thing the amen thing what's that amen amen thing yeah. oh okay yes uh <laughs> i'm like amen what is you mean 18 do you mean the eight men i don't even know what we're talking about i mean amen my bad amen nah it's just that southern accent coming out i didn't i didn't realize (laughs) my bad nah amen uh and then uh finally they ended with the boot with a wire on the boot and a snakeskin uh cover on the boot um and uh that boot was belonging to someone who had binoculars that was looking at alexandria so whoever the saw rick and aaron get the supplies from that lake followed them all the way back to alexandria so who knows um 
so and that's that was the end of the episode guys that was the end of the episode let's get to y'all's feedback you guys have a lot of feedback a lot of emails uh emil right saying hey guys forgive me if you use this pun before you get to the emails but spencer spilled his guts didn't he well yeah he, he definitely he definitely did ah, all over the place i don't know how many people could stomach that scene but uh you know a lot of people was able to you know i thought it was absolutely brilliant <laughs> mm-hmm. uh he opened up to negan about not wanting rick to be a leader spencer didn't hold anything in he let it all out to be fair he didn't do it all on his own negan drew it out of him on a separate note rosita should have known better yeah she was there and should have remembered that lucille doesn't take the actual offender but takes someone else she knew she didn't care right she said she was willing to pay the call she was hopeful that it would be her but she knew better because eugene told her it wouldn't happen that way she just didn't give a fuck and that's why carl was right and enid was right when they said look this revenge shit is selfish it's not for the dead because the dead are dead it's not even for the living it's for yourself um negan wants you to live with the memory of your mistakes i can't figure out what the long game is for carl though maybe he just wanted to make a point to rick that he owes even more now i don't know i think i think negan's fatal flaw is he sees potential in everybody who stands up to him Mm -hmm. and one of these days it ain't gonna be a joke Mm -hmm. it only take one successful time to try to kill your ass um and if you keep leaving the people that can that have some fight in them uh if you keep leaving them alive eventually they will organize and and get you uh what do you think that person was that was following oh who do you think the person was that's following aaron and rick karen i have no idea me neither it might be somebody from oceanside cindy or whatever her name was yeah my, mm-hmm. you know i can't i don't know i think it might be a totally new character guys not I, even from the books or nothing right i think it might be some the who knows i don't i don't know that's a really good question because i didn't recognize the boots see the other thing the other reason i think it could be somebody totally new is because they've been going by the book with some of this stuff like spencer getting his guts that's completely from the comic Mm -hmm. like even the line about the uh i've never been so wrong in my life he did have good all that shit's from the comic so i think sometimes they just go let's add some elements to here that people from the comics don't know about Mm -hmm. so that we can't you know i'm here for it yeah um but who knows who it could be really uh let's see um my thought is that it was a young version uh king mcgregor's oceanside cindy yeah my theory is that she was intrigued by tara and dipped from oceanside i don't know maybe we'll see right shout out to the blackout to his recap crew for being correct about the kingdom having a special deal with the saviors that dude that came to carolyn morgan is right though the deal will be broken carolyn morgan have probably figured out by now that the saviors were not who they thought they were shout out to dennis green meaning they when they parted ways with rick they thought the menace was already dealt with but their experiences on the road to date should have given lie to that notion by now yeah that was one thing i was thinking sure carolyn morgan haven't seen the retaliation the saviors did to to alexandra but they do know the saviors are still around which is enough for them to know whatever they did to the saviors wasn't enough and it didn't stop them yeah 
on top of wanting not to kill anyone they probably think that going up against the saviors is a losing play the next half of the season will be so good when they do that team up it will be like a rebellion uh, thanks for all the great recaps yeah i want to see uh rick meet uh king ezekiel and that damn tiger that's gonna be interesting joe writes in the walking dead cooking with negan maybe it's just me but one of the lo- one of the low-key best scenes this season is negan teaching carl to roll some biscuits those are some life skills Negan's teaching that boy that could go a long way in the z-pot i really was hoping to see rick come home to a nice pasta meal and freshly baked biscuits just to see how he would react yeah ah! he had them biscuits going uh from scratch even uh turk right saying hey rock uh hey guys this mid-season finale is my favorite ever it is nice to have a no bullshit semi-happy ending to send us in the winter break for real it's christmas walking dead thank you it's a miracle finally ended one without without some crazy shit popping off and go what the fuck now i gotta wait months it's funny they can kill spencer and olivia and i'm still like pretty good ending yeah pretty pretty, pretty happy yeah. bad I week I can deal with this. bad week to be chunky on the show i mean if you happen yeah. to be fat joey or uh olivia Video fat people really look took an l this week oh he just said it. oh she just said it. uh thank god jerry wasn't around because we're running low on husky people and asians <laughs> do you think that a rat shot olivia in the face because she thought olivia lied about them two guns Spencer had i think so a rat seemed petty the show never clarified if rick told negan who hid those he didn't the poor you and poor eugene i'm both terrified and thrilled about his upcoming scenes at the sanctuary since fat joey is dead maybe negan will take on eugene as his new project yo i don't know what's gonna happen to eugene right. and the thing about fat joey uh I, you remember the two dudes that was sitting by the truck that was waiting for those zombies to pass by yeah they were talking about fat joey i know okay and they were we talking- said it last week on the show uh-huh. i said it last week on the show yes and uh, but I'm mm-hmm. just 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 refreshing. For oh, okay. Go ahead. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. I thought you was saying it to you. No, no, no. I, I thought you was informing me. I was like, oh, nigga, you learned it from me. Right. I be paying attention. You telling the audience? Yes. For oh, okay. Those, for those y'all, y'all don't see the. Y'all gotta be in the room. She looked it directly at me, like, <laughs> let me tell you some information that you ain't have. I'm like, hold up. I know this. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, my bad. I knew you knew this. But <laughs> uh, what, what I was saying was <laughs> nothing about. Fat Joey is that Fat Joey was actually uh played a larger role in that group, so he is yeah. gonna, gonna be missing peace. The defenses. Right, and I yeah. think that um And the explosives. Yeah. I think uh Eugene is gonna replace him. That's a good point. You know, because uh, I was thinking, well, they talked about him dealing with explosives and how they didn't want to tinker with it and all that shit. They was like, Yeah, yeah he useless as far as like physical shit, but they was like, Hey, half the shit we do to distract these zombies and and kind of spread them out is because of him and you can he kill well that's him. a great point also of course they could start a bullet making operation come on you know would be an advantage for them and i know rick was like <clears> fuck <throat> you i got my bullet maker stolen before i could find out the nigga can make bullets yeah i'm sorry i got i got dismissive karen oh no no that's okay i thought you was telling me what i already knew i was uh, it was the way I did my, it. Then my, I did, and my then I intelligence didn't. felt insulted. No, then I did look you in your eye. I'm sorry. No, nah, it's cool. It's cool. You can look me in the eye. I ain't Ike Turner. Um, <laughs> nah, I, just, I was just like, oh, what? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Turk also goes on. Look at um, me in my eye. What's the hell wrong with you? Right. You eyeballing me, son? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
so uh but yeah I, that's a great idea i didn't even think of that eugene taking fat joey's spot would be uh serendipity considering they don't even know fat joey dead till they get back mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where you have to kind of know sciencey stuff quote unquote to mm-hmm. understand that and when he was describing that he was like i believe you i don't know what the fuck that is but i, I believe you made that shit yeah my question now is uh what do they do about daryl escaping and now they're gonna throw eugene in a hole and give him dog food because he ain't gonna handle that too good can't break somebody that's already broken that's the truth uh do you think that redhead michonne killed was a sanctuary runaway we always see negan's people in hunting parties with the exception of that one guy who fled and was later shot by dwight the sanctuary seems like a place where everyone is unhappy i think that lady was over it and showed michonne the sanctuary as a final fuck you to negan there was no reason for her to tell michonne about the silence in the glove compartment and how to dump his uh car unless she wanted michonne Michonne to flee safely no i think she was she knew she was gonna die i really i think that she was probably coming back from the outpost and michonne put them bodies there to force her to stop because you know she was basically knew where she was going and you know they had all this altercation she was like you're gonna force me to go i got to die either you're gonna kill me or they uh, either way this don't end with me living so she was like you can go ahead and kill me dump this truck and do whatever you want to do i showed you what you want to see once i show you that there's no reason for me to live i i think turk's right i think she was trying to get away um because she wasn't coming back to the sanctuary she was clearly leaving the sanctuary because the way the roadblock was set up she had to turn around and go the other way to go to the sanctuary to show michonne where it was at oh i didn't i didn't really so, try to turn around okay so uh because the roadblock the way the roadblock was it blocked the whole road mm. so um i think she was leaving i think people are not happy under negan i think there's been subtle hints that part of his defeat is gonna have to come from the inside and it's because he don't treat people well uh people probably can't wait to turn on his ass so she probably ate her free vegetables from dinner the night before and said uh i'm I'm getting the fuck out of here when i can get a car right and i'm gonna drive this car i'm gonna go quote unquote go to the post and never bring my ass back that's my guess i mean because i don't know why she would i don't know why she would give all that information away and be like and i know you're gonna kill me so go ahead that that and she was like if you don't they will because uh basically who knows how long she probably missing from her post or some shit yeah i guess if she was trying to run away and got brought back maybe because i don't know why they would just because i saw a couple people say that well they would just kill her anyway if she if but i was like why would they kill her if um just for telling michonne like that they like if anything she'd be like hey this woman's trying to kill y'all kill negan and she came from alexandria and this like if anything i think she would be fine uh i think it's more about the fact that uh if she was running away they might want to kill her that's true or something i don't know uh she goes on to say i'm super excited by mystery boots who has been stalking rick and co i hope that person is related to whoever made that creepy armored walker from the trailer either way 7b is about to be lit peace turk thanks turk 
tanya writes in dear Ryder karen thank you for taking the time to read my email i hope both of you are doing well i just wanted to bring up a few points regarding the mid-season finale did you catch the conversation between nigga and rosita rosita attempts to kill nigga he responds with you shot lucille negan is more concerned about lucille's well-being than his own life it makes me wonder if negan had a wife a significant other named lucille in the pre-zombie world he loves lucille yeah i think in the next half we're going to get some form of a backstory on him uh, i have no idea because i don't that's think my that, guess yeah i'm i'm not i'm just asking for myself okay i'm not disagreeing i'm not fighting nothing um i have no idea what the fuck the lucille means to that nigga he crazy so i don't know these people do crazy shit y'all yeah i don't know like i don't know if lucille is that thing that gives him power like maybe he was a fucking sniveling ass pop copy manager or worked at win dixie ah! i don't i don't know i have no idea what the fuck his deal is well, lucille might have been the only thing to help him get through the z-pock who knows i don't know i don't know so i don't <sighs> y'all guess as good as me and if they have like any of those preview comics in the i haven't read here so i don't know also did you catch that rosita said in response to negan rosita said she got in the way at that moment it was obvious she was referring to lucille however the more i thought about it, i realized that perhaps rosita was subconsciously referring to sasha sasha got in the way of her relationship with abraham just like lucille got in the way by inter- interfering with the bullet looks like rosita will have to just will just have to take the l on this dang that girl just can't win she won she's still alive i say uh i would say olivia took that l yes. <laughs> olivia did take her l eugene took that l uh i feel like she got off light <laughs> lastly Just i think like eugene told her he was like look this ain't gonna be the way you think it's gonna be yep lastly i think at one point in the future tara will have to break her promise and inform the group about you seeing uh, about the oceanside community they need guns and ammo for the upcoming revolt and they have a full stock on oceanside i can't wait to hear your feedback thank you have a beautiful day yeah i feel like the way the show set it up they showed that tara's a good person a well-meaning person an honorable person because she didn't just come back and start snitching and she kept her promise but i think the more dire the situation is eventually the pressure will be on her because it's gonna be like we need weapons what do we get weapons and she's gonna have to say something because i can't imagine they did that whole episode for it to never come up again i think it's coming back uh will writes in howdy karen and rod man listen i'm about to nerd out right here when daryl handed rick back his gun fam i had a flashback to lord of the rings the return of the king when lord elrod uh handed the reforged sword of aragon between uh uh between the pep talk from his beautiful black lady and getting his hands back on his old gun your boy rick grind just got his swagger back mm-hmm. yeah like i feel like he yeah. finally gonna get some right that gun been with him since season one yep and that shot towards the end of the crew walking up to the house at hilltop child listen felt like the last march of the ints yeah <laughs> it is gonna be real good because uh you know who ain't gonna like they marching up there gregory yeah i feel like the last scene with all the uh cuts to people just looking in the camera smiling felt like the end of uh the star wars movie when they used to have a parade yes like it's just cheesy and corny for just for no good reason but i liked it uh now i may or may not have shared a denzel glory tale when rick and daryl hugged it out but unless someone has video footage of it i'm gonna pretend i'm gonna plead the fifth uh 
it might be trump's america right now but that hug between michonne and sasha felt like the right writers telling us it's gonna be all right i thought it was funny that sasha and rosita just head nod and then michonne and sasha was like girl come on over here hug me (laughs) so good thanks for letting me get my nerd off and as always thanks for the dope recaps peace y'all thanks will thank you baby rosalind says spencer the cuck that ran out of luck oh hi rod and karen you know that scene in the new guardians of the galaxy 2 trailer where drax is pointing and laughing at star lord i had that exact same reaction when negan gutted that punk ass spencer i was pointing at my tv and laughed my ass off like a damn fool me too fuck him i'm so happy he got killed spencer was the epitome of the entitled white man who believes that always the smartest person in the room and that leadership is a birthright instead of something that needs to be earned what his dumb ass failed to realize was that you cannot bullshit a bullshitter negan might be an asshole but he's not a stupid asshole Mm-mm. i you know my favorite thing is uh his family don't exist no more like all the royalty of alexandria is gone just uh no ridge no deanna no his stupid asshole brother and no spence yeah so you won't be hearing that heavy metal music on a, on the beginning of a show because somebody morning his death uh then rosita put put wait what heavy metal music what happened? remember when his brother died we came in they played some heavy metal music at the beginning of an episode when deanna and them came back because uh his brother died who was playing the music deanna and them was playing that horrible ass heavy metal oh, music at the beginning of an episode yes. and i was like what the fuck is this yeah i have forgot about that oh alexandrians i'll never forget uh alexandrians are really the worst they are not prepared Mm. for the z pop and i know that was somebody's jam i'm sorry i shitted on it but i didn't care too much they are so lucky they ran up on rick and now oh so lucky they should be dead um then rosita got poor olivia killed and eugene taking a hostage with her foolishness negan was still roasting olivia seconds after she died damn he's a dick yeah he told uh rick he was like and i got rid of one of your uh your mouth to feed and it was a pretty big mouth yeah see poor olivia she had she the jokes have been flying for her it's like i would have picked somebody else but a rat just didn't trust her uh, i think that boat scenario that rick and aaron encountered was a setup as a test by the person with the boots who was watching them i think most of the walkers in the zombie moat were people who tried to reach the bigger boat but failed i'm curious to find out if the watcher was someone from oceanside or even someone from the savior camp um yeah daryl is oh i forgot to ask you this karen who do you think left the note for daryl when did jesus you think it was jesus too okay because i was leaning towards jesus but what if it was dwight because where the fuck was dwight he didn't go to alexandria he wasn't in his room Mm -mm. um you know and yeah and he gave him like a key to the bike yeah he oh uh, someone had to unlock the door give you a key to the motorcycle a note and a match yeah uh because I, I thought it you i thought it was jesus but it would make sense because it looked like jesus had basically walked up on the scene so jesus was like i'll come and look for you anyway but mm-hmm. i'm glad you're here let's let's roll i'm not saying it's not jesus but, but, i thought it was jesus myself i'm just saying could it be dwight it could be dwight or his girl yeah i mean that was your theory last week so i don't i'm just saying it's still out there i don't know uh i just wanted to get an update on what you thought because i just went with jesus this week 
but then i was like i actually haven't proven that it wasn't dwight or sherry no they're not ruled out um so yeah uh because um, both of them would be able to have access to do those things get a key write right. a note swing by unlock doors because they were just going like like uh somebody pickpocket all doors mm-hmm. daryl is over the saviors uh officially and ready to bring the hurt uh y'all keep y'all be saying stuff like that man this show crazy man they hit that ptsd on somebody all of a sudden yo you know that ptsd they put on people randomly just take a piece off the board you know what i mean so uh we don't know yet let's just let's see hopefully daryl's ready to fight but but we will see you know he went through a lot yeah we thought the same shit about carol she'll snap right back Mm, she snapped back all right back to life back to reality uh have you guys watched the extended scene from the next episode no Mm -mm. uh so i don't know maybe i should Woo, Daryl is on some if they die, they die shit. I can't wait for Daryl Rosita to call. Oh, so maybe in the scene he's he's ready to fight. Okay. Well then yeah, well you know better than we do. I didn't I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I can't wait for Daryl Rosita to call to meet Richard from the Kingdom. Uh Rick is gonna I want everybody to okay, I, I keep wanting everybody to meet Zeke yeah, Zeke the 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 zookeeper. That's who I want him to meet. Uh <laughs> see how everybody treat that tiger. Like, what the fuck? uh rick is gonna have to watch those niggas like a hawk because they are ready to set some shit off i can't wait well hopefully this time it won't be no secrets because rick is in on it and he's gonna want to fight uh you guys do the best of walking dead recap he wrote the great work thank you thank you baby and she goes by serious moon tonight thank you serious moon night mm-hmm. and eve writes in hi rod and karen wow this episode this is the episode we needed i didn't know how much more degradation i could watch i know it's like a big ass snuff film for the last eight weeks like they really proved their point you know like I said, it was different with the comics but this shit they drug it out uh negan and, and the saviors are so much more intimidating this version than the comic book version yes they are negan has proved his point he's king deplorable and that motherfucker has got to go so many highlights in this episode but i'll keep it short and sweet because i'm sure most of the po- points have been touched upon already spencer had that shit coming he pulled a chris christie and played himself now his guts are all over the ground yep uh i went with mitt romney but close enough rosita is a selfish helper i was done with her when she punked eugene into making that bullet what does she think would happen with one bullet even if she would have managed to kill negan his basket of deplorables would have fucked az yeah it would have fucked up alexandria uh they would have raped pillaged and probably killed everyone there just selfish and it cost olivia her life too bad a rat didn't shoot her and a rat needs to go i don't even mind a rat uh she's just a good ass henchman just a do dirt nigga she's everybody like, i'm need gonna one. do my job everybody needs one like that guys yeah her mind she was like bitch i know you you did them guns because like you said they ain't tell mm-hmm. them so you just assumed it was her she didn't even really want to do it she just do what she, she's like what kill her all right then well you heard him uh, i get the pick cool once again michonne proves that all a man needs is the love of a good black woman to restore his belief in himself yeah black women save in 2016 uh <laughs> rick grimes is back thanks to michonne's mvp speech of the night can't wait for the second half of the season hashtag rise up thank you uh jada writes in hi rod karen and guests no guests this time yep this is me and him since this is a hands down the best walking dead review i'm sure y'all covered all the bases but i'm writing in because i it was a busy episode and it was kind of easy to gloss over boot dude 
uh after first watching the finale i was pretty certain that boot dude was up to no good but during my rewatch it occurred to me they might be testing rick and aaron they stood by and watched as rick didn't abandon aaron when he fell into the walker lake and it can't be a coincidence that the boat on shore was riddled with bullets lastly they had ample opportunity to take out rick aaron or even gabe i think yeah gabe was the one watching uh who was standing watching at the very end of the episode i think the boot dude abe's replacement will join forces with alexandria crew and be helpful when it comes time to go to war he is a crack shot after all what do you think uh i think the immediate assumption that most people are gonna have is that he had he or she has ill intentions um i also was like oh yeah no this person seems like they don't like they might see maybe it's that person who wrote the note uh which uh was like leslie um uh, i wrote it down hold on um leslie william stanton maybe it's him or maybe it's just somebody who's like i i think it's him uh personally or maybe you know leslie could be a woman i don't know william stanton that's probably a dude so but it could be that leslie william stanton person um i guess no it could be a woman and just with a hyphenated last name anyway i think it's leslie or whatever and my question then would be what if this person set this up so that maybe they were getting lonely out there they realized they needed people they realized that shit was no place no way to live and they basically said if anybody can figure out how to get these supplies i'll follow them back see what their living situation is like and basically see if they let me join so i don't think it has to be a bad guy i think that's That's everyone's first assumption and the show's gonna play off of that uh also there were a lot of guesses at what the a on daryl sweatshirt meant could it mean that he was from alexandria oh yes that's cool i like the idea of them graduating from prisoner to savior but up until he left those other guys were still wearing f's i hope that wasn't too long love the show wasn't too long thank you jada yep you good yeah i wonder what f could be wonder where they from uh florida mm-hmm, mm-hmm. evelyn writes in <laughs> body mass in- <laughs> index and the z-pop walking dead recap hi karen and rod we got a good episode from my favorite z-pop show first of all bob spencer with his bitch ass i'm not saying he deserved to die like a bitch but smiley face oh he deserved it he deserved it fuck him and his whole family Aww. uh is it just me or is jeffrey d morgan even creepier without the facial hair it was really unsettling yes it's like he really embodied your knee man yeah uh, because we had that blood on his face mm-hmm. yeah furthermore the two things i got from this episode is that if you have a high bmi it is a wrap for you in the walking dead they have reminded us that fat people don't deserve to live in the z-pock and women are horrible shooters <laughs> she put the smiley tongue out face there guys okay i think it's just a joke uh as a woman with some extra weight we should all feel bad about olivia yeah i can't even say women are horrible shooters because a rat hit olivia dead center one shot uh we know andrea can shoot sasha can shoot so yeah i can't even say it's that but uh yeah it was not a good week to be uh, a little overweight <laughs> uh i feel we all we should all feel bad about olivia she was trying but she should have learned our lesson the first time remember when shane left that other fat dude behind while he ran off with the medicine i'll never forget otis he was one of my favorites he was he took that l accidentally killed shot carl but other than that real cool dude it's so hard <laughs> to say <laughs> goodbye 
too overweight. Uh, and for Fat Joey, well, we saw that coming. Uh, I mean, there I had to get some get back. And the subtext of the show's women, uh, is the subtext of the show that women can't shoot. Cause by now, apparently Rosita couldn't, couldn't point and shoot Negan. Isn't that, uh, well, she, yeah, she's a trainer. So I don't know. I feel like she could shoot just niggas waving Lucille around. Lucille got a mind of his own. She didn't expect the woman to jump in the front to take the bullet. Mm-hmm. She was close enough to make sure Negan took a temporary dirt nap between rosita and michonne missing and all well michonne can't shoot yeah she can't shoot hey look she can't gotta she can't do everything all right she can't lay the loving down on rick grimes and be the best shot in the game and the sword ninja come on now uh and michonne missing in all the women's camps where they couldn't hit nothing for real i call oh yeah oceanside women couldn't shoot oh Oh, i forgot wasted bullets them niggas was like cobra (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> go joe <laughs> uh but yeah it could like, we got the trees uh it couldn't hit nothing for real i call low-key sexism lol i thought the episode was great i love the pacing of the season what are you looking forward to after the break man i'm just looking forward to them getting information that's it like i i want to see rick and crew back out there how are they gonna get weapons how are they gonna make alliances who you know can they convince king ezekiel can they say look this is what happened to us is king ezekiel gonna be reluctant at first because right now do they need some shit to pop off uh before they go oh yeah we should join up i want to see how oceanside is gonna come into play because they got this stash of weapons i want to see if they can still make bullets because they still had instructions i believe Eugene left the instructions with Abe, so they may still have some kind of instructions. Mm, I think they do. Uh, so I, I'm looking forward to all that shit, man. And if you can get Eugene back, man, I don't want to see 12 years of mullet. You know, I love for him to come back. I um, think I think they'll get him back. Uh, so she also says, uh, oh, and I'm guessing that the boots we saw the mysterious figure might be from one of the girls from the women's camp or that dude that Carol and Morgan were talking to. Carol and Morgan, Richard, maybe. Hmm. I know this is a long shot, but hey, I thought I'd put it out there. Hey, look, we all guessing. Don't feel bad. Uh, y'all could have said it was anybody. in there crying, so who knows? Once again, awesome recap show, guys. You do, you do it the best and fuck Dwight forever. Yeah, Dwight. Yeah, I don't like him, but if, I'm gonna be so confused if he got Daryl free. Like, I won't know how to handle it. Cause he, cause if he just faking being in Negan's, I guess it's that thing I always say. If you're gonna suck a dick just deep throat it so maybe he just like i i hate negan too but fuck it man when i'm when i when he's out here i'm gonna be acting like i'm the motherfucking bottom bitch you know anyway guys that's it for this week um we'll be back uh saturday with our feedback show i hope you guys enjoyed uh the recap um you know oh uh miss smart said those feet look kind of big to be a woman look I don't know if you watch Love and Hip Hop New York, but I've seen some women that can fill out some Tims. Is all I'm saying, okay? Um, you ain't, don't tell me what Remy Martins look like, okay? Uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll be back Saturday. Uh, thank y'all so much for, for listening, man. Y'all really made this season of recapping The Walking Dead fun. So much fun. So um, much fun. I'm, I appreciate everybody having like such positive energy because we really do enjoy the show and re enjoy recapping it. We and, do. 
you know we wouldn't do it if we really just thought the shit was terrible and we didn't like it or whatever um and this saturday if everything goes right uh we should be at walker stalker con in charlotte uh so we'll get to ask them uh about negan's black wife hair hopefully Yay! um <laughs> I, I need to uh uh tinker with my recorder thingy so we can record all right so we'll talk to y'all soon until then peace peace until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>